Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week is the last episode that's going to go up before a catacon, and I wanted to let you all know that I will be there this year, and I hope that any listeners who are going to be there find me and flag me down. I've got a pretty open schedule, and I'm running a couple of games. I would love to see and interact with people, so... If you're going to be at the con, feel free to reach out to me, and we can set something up. The best way to get in contact with me in that regard is on Twitter, at Swallows of South, or at M-O-N-K-I-P-I-Q-U-I-N-N. With a catacon business out of the way, I wanted to thank a new Patreon backer, Naomi M. Thank you so much for backing us. And I wanted to thank a five-star review on iTunes. So thank you, Mr. Cynic0212. All those iTunes reviews and Patreon pledges help keep the show going and get the word out to more new people. With all of that out of the way, I think it's time for us to get started. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Ariston, and Golden Might of the Dawn returned to the camp of the Bull of the North after saying goodbye to Godwin and seeing him off on his journey to find his sister. As they returned to the camp, what would they find in their dealings with the bull? Would she grant them clemency and grace? Or would this escalate things further than they had ever anticipated? So, some time has passed since you spoke with Godwin, and he departed, taking to his own to solve his conflict regarding his sister, and you return to the encampment where the Bull of the North and Golden Might of the Dawn are waiting back for you. There is also the group of soldiers that the Bull of the North brought with her. And could I get from Rizzo and Ariston a roll of your um, permanent willpower looking to beat a difficulty three? Uh, three successes. Perfect. How about Ariston? Also three successes. Perfect. So one of these soldiers looks different than the others. When you arrive, they're actually whispering something into the Bull of the North's ear. This is a pretty gruff-looking man, number of scars across his wide face, that sort of platinum blonde hair that is common among the Ice Walkers. But when you look at his eyes... You feel like they're supposed to be blue. You look, and you look away, and you think that they're blue, but then you look back, and are they red? It's weird. And then a bunch of memories and feelings come flooding back into you. The first thing that either of you remember is food. Like, a rush of expertly crafted flavor floods your memories. And then laughter and diligence. This man has Tawia's eyes. Is Bull of the North awake? Are they whispering in the bull's ear awake or subconscious? Yes, so everyone's still awake. Okay. It's not that late at night yet. Okay, approximately what time? It's like dusk. So they've set up an encampment, they're building fires and such, but it hasn't run deep into the night just yet. In the meantime, Goldie is just very animatedly telling the bull what she thinks is a hilarious story about running away from a bear when she was still immortal. It's really not that funny, but Goldie is adorable while telling it. <laughs> okay. Have you disclosed 
your exalted status to the bull? Nope. Okay. I personally find it hilarious that you had such a trouble with a bear. Most of the bears that we have up here are lacking in critical faculties. That's the thing about the South. We have these polar bears that are super hot. And I mean, like, their fur is fire sometimes. It's really scary. Fascinating. I. This makes me happy that I've never left the North. You've never left the North? No, the farthest I have gone South is to deal with the tepets when I arrived. Oh, so are you the Bull of the North because you've never left the North? No, I am the Bull of the North because I am singular in my... Drive and might and prowess. I am the Bull of the North because none here can challenge me. So, yes, I think we might be being watched. Oh, yeah, no, probably, yeah. We just gotta be careful because the last time we fucked up in this situation, we almost died. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Watch over myself and yourself and um, everybody else's. Oh, welcome back. Hello. Your small crying friend is missing. Yes, he had to take care of something, and he felt like it would be better if he broke off from our group to take care of some personal matters, so... Fair enough. If he was weak enough as to break, then I would not like to interact with him anyway. Welcome back to camp. Thank Thank you. Yeah, he's it's not. Most people don't warm up to him anyway. But uh, apologies for the song. We uh, are used to better performance quality from him. Do not apologize for your comrade's weakness. He is gone. That all, is enough. All, all, all right. Rizzo just uh, faces just Ariston and puts her hand and makes like a flat bill, kind of making the motion to just cut it, just cut it, man, cut it. Yes, yes, I understand, Rizzo. I'm sorry, I, I get it. I get, you can stop, stop. So, thank you for having us. You approached me. Your friend made a good impression. You are elderly, so I cannot, in good conscience, leave you out there to freeze. I broke nothing from the weak, but that would be excessively cruel. Mm. Yeah, yes. she's she's super old. So old. Like, like there's like dust running in there yeah hey that's no way to talk to someone who's old no it's true though. i'm just <laughs> i'm just that trying old. to say be honest about what we're dealing with here i like well a couple, it seems like a strange a idea then that you would jokes. walk this far away from any sort of encampment with her oh well i i oh, tried to tell her but she just as much she, as i like old jokes i do take offense to you thinking that i cannot travel so uh, more more so than age. Clearly, she did a good job at that snowball fight. You know, yes, got a She's good arm. backup. She performed very competently. That was impressive. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm new to the north, as you probably figured. Yes. Um, where did you all come from? I came from the south. Uh, I'm around Kirigast. Um, so basically, I'm not asking for your original point of origin. I'm asking where the three of you came from. We actually just recently met along the way and found that we were all enjoying each other's company and why not just travel together. And uh, we all actually came from various different places. But more importantly, while we were coming here, there was this place. I don't quite know how to describe it, Um, but I passed like a pyramid of heads and um, I was kind of wondering if that was like a common thing in the north and if I need to watch my neck. I will answer your question when you actually answer mine. That's fair. 
Um, this is no way to treat your host. I don't know the name of where we came from. I w- was visiting family in Great Forks and then came passing through here to find w- new work. North. Yes. Recently this just- is a long way from Great Forks. Most people don't really leave within a day or two's walk of their hometown. Well, I have a very traveling. complicated relationship with my family, as in they're not exactly the most welcoming, at least not all of them, so mm. I couldn't stay for long. Okay, roll manipulation plus socialize. But it's kind of true, because Ariston has a very complicated relationship with his family. Yeah, a half-truth a is yeah. still in the dominion of manipulation. It's not this, it's like, he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend my lover's family is like my real dick family. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just his dad. It's a dick. And she has a guile score here of three. Okay. So, you know, not super great anyway. Oh, thank goodness. I would have expected the Bull of the North to have a much better aisle. Four successes. Oh, four successes. Fair enough, then. You have come from Great Forks. What brings you here looking for work? Why not? White Wall, Ascension, Ice Home, Gethemony. I wanted... Do you read maps? No, I w- wanted... To get closer to the northern weather, I'm a I'm a healer, and I felt that here just needed the most help, and I need to train myself better for certain climates. I'm used to very hot weather, and I then just... I will repeat my question: okay. <laughs> Why not White Wall or Ice Home or Ascension or Gethsemane? Those are all in these northern climes. It's actually because I had um, asked him to come along with me. I'm in search of a temple where I wanted to pay some respects to some family, and um, they had said that I may pray to the deity and god of war to find the answers I'm looking for, and I was happy to find this man as a companion to walk with me. So the more everybody talks, the more Goldie's face kind of starts to scrunch up a bit, and you can tell that she is working really hard to keep on smiling and hold it together and not crack under the pressure of the lie. The bowl looks at Rizzo and then looks at the three of you collectively. She puts her hand palm downward and beckons the person with Tavia's eyes. Fry, do you, what do you make of these people? Um, And he whispers... In the bull's ear, and now she is going to make a perception plus awareness roll on all of y'all. I would feel that trouble of introducing a lore fact, and we're just going to blow it. <laughs> she has double nines on this roll. Fuck my life. Three successes. She holds her breath for a moment, and then sighs, and then starts running her weathered fingers up and down the almost serpentine topography of her whalebone diclave. I find it fascinating, actually, that you would come seeking a temple to the war god in the domain of a warlord, and yet you seem to know absolutely nothing about where you are or where you are going. Did you say that it was a war god? Yeah, um, but I didn't know anything about being in the presence of a warlord. So Goldie kind of like whispers, you didn't know that the Bull of the North is a warlord? I'm from the South and I know that the Bull of the North is a warlord. I didn't know that she was going to be here. In the North. The North is a large place. Ice walkers, history. I need you to stop talking among yourselves. I am trying to make a point. You left a good impression on me. 
I appreciated that snowball fight. Mm-hmm. It has endeared you to me. In any other circumstance, I would strike the three of you dead where you stand. Do not pursue this place. It's very important to me and my family. How important is your life to you? Today, it is a matter I will not strike you down. Of life and death. Then you should be prepared to die. Let us enjoy a meal together before I must kill you. Okay. Um, just, no, not, 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 okay. Um, um. You needn't worry, I will not strike any of you until I see you again. You are fine today. But like, you will likely be fine tomorrow. I have a question. Why, uh, why do you not want me to find this temple? Because it is mine. And I am not allowed to visit it? You are not Correct. God. <laughs> you are a fool. You are comparing yourself to a god? Yes. Interesting. I wonder how she feels about that. Um, so, uh, I just... Let me tell you something. No, I needn't tell you anything. Let me show you something. This. This thing. And she takes her fingers away from the whalebone and wipes her fingers across her forehead, leaving a six-pointed sunburst burning across her brow, shining with the intensity of the sun as it cracks through the first clouds in the morning. This means that God's answer to me. Wait, wait, wait. You can talk to them? Yes. I'm so jealous! <laughs> and Goldie, like, clenches her fist and kind of pounds down on her lap. I want to be able to do that, too! Do you get to ask them stuff? Yes, if I wanted to. I don't spend a lot of time speaking with gods. This is not the point. Well... I was making a threat. But I want to know how to do that, too! Your threat is pointless because we're not even the worst that's coming for that temple. We want to pay respects. There's others who want to deface it. I will kill them, too. I don't see a problem with that. You think you can, but they're more powerful than you might assume. We have seen them. They have the sun god's son with them. They have the... They have Ray. What? His name is Ray. The, the sun god's son is Ray. He is traveling with them to deface the temple. Are we talking about the temple of heads that I passed? No. Nope. nope, nope. The other what, temple. The, the, yes. Okay. The focus. one we are looking for, the god, the goddess of war's temple. Can you guys talk to the gods? No. And Rizzo <laughs> extremely, extremely questions if she's understanding what Rizzo's trying to do and stay on her character's quest and not actual Rizzo's quest because she's almost blown it twice now, questioning her in front of the bull. Yeah. Um, also, do any of you speak Old Realm? Because uh? you could talk to gods if you speak Old Realm. It oh, should be yes, under languages. Oh, yes, one dot of Old Realm also can. Yeah, so both of you can you talk to gods. Okay. I speak languages, three languages and none of them are Old Realm. Damn it, Goldie, you suck. <laughs> no, oh. that might come in handy. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, if this person claims to be Soul's child, that is fine. I have slain hordes of immaculates. I have slain creatures from the wild. I have slain creatures from the underworld. I have slain hunt after wild hunt. A child will not intimidate me. But why? And neither shall you. So... What's going to happen here is actually two roles. Sure. Rizzo, mm-hmm. I think, was leading that, so she's going to need to make a charisma okay. plus either persuasion or socialize to leave with the bull the impression that this is dangerous. And then she is going to roll to intimidate you okay. into actively respecting her. 
That's kind of funny because I was thinking, man, if the bull keeps this up, uh, Golden Might of the Dawn might end up with a minor tie of admiration. <laughs> I am going to use four peripheral. Okay, so how many dice does that make your roll? Mm, that's going to be eight. So 12? Yes. She is also boosting her pool and is going to be rolling 12 as well. Okay. And this is going to be against all of your resolve scores. It's cool. And that just hits her resolve. So go ahead and clear out the dice tray, and then I will roll for her. She did a good job. We done. Fuck. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She got eight successes. So unless you guys want to spend a point of willpower, you all now have a minor tie of intimidated respect to the Bull of the North. I'm actually going to spend a willpower because I don't like to be intimidated. Rizzo does not. Yeah, I uh, should come too far. of your other intimacies are you going to call upon to resist that influence? Mm, I don't think we've updated our intimacies. Okay. They're not on... Um... Yeah, we need to do that then. Okay, uh, sure. It's fine. Um, so Goldie is going to resist uh, the intimidation through justice comes first. Because Goldie is still not positive that she agrees with the bull's ideals because she has a lot more to ask her as to where she stands and why she does what she does. Yeah, maybe. Um, I won't be intimidated by the forces of evil because justice comes first. Okay, that's, that's fair. Um, I believe that this would come from Rizzo um, working with her parents, her mother and father, because oftentimes I, she, when she was younger, she felt smaller and they built her up to believe that everyone is the same. No person is better than anyone else. And that also stems from why Rizzo can sometimes believe she can't do things, even though she is exalted. She does not believe she is better than anyone else or stronger, even though she is she's not going to allude to that and doesn't necessarily believe that the bull of the north is stronger than her can do things that she cannot also do okay erison will spend a willpower and erison is drawing upon his major intimacy of belief that no one should hold absolute power and swing it around over anything in nature or over humans Okay. Uh, she's not going to spend to resist your story. Look, I believe that you are concerned about these other people. I even believe that you believe that this person is descended from the sun himself. That is beside the point. Let me make this clear. I will kill you, but I wish you no ill will. I would like to treat you to a pleasant evening. I would like to eat and be merry. Any day could be your last. Might as well live like it. I accept your invitation to eat. Upon goodwill and good times and good memories. And I hope that in the process, you will change your mind and come to believe this information that I'm giving you and will not lead yourself blindly into something that could have been avoided. Or, or, or we, we can just have a nice night uh, where everyone is friendly and it's full of laughter and we just put our differences and differences of opinions aside and we just agree to disagree. 
Um, I think I think that is a great idea. It is. <laughs> All right, but we'll go there and leave. These people couldn't give a shit about what happens to the surrounding area or anyone inhabiting it, and they won't stop here, so... You see, the thing is that I do care, and so that is why I will kill them. It's that simple, really. I believe you overestimate your abilities on an enemy that you know nothing about. I've not lost yet, and if they were so scary, you would be dead, so... I think that that is a great argument of point, and... It's not, Goldie, it's so not, and Harrison just, like, whispering to him. Fry is actually an incredibly good cook, so... He has prepared dinner for us. If you would like to partake, I will not entertain any more conversation about your strange journey or your desire to die. Great! That that sounds lovely. Food sounds lovely. Not talking about the other thing sounds lovely. And Goldie kind of gives Rizzo and Ariston each a look of, please don't talk. Even I know not to talk. <laughs> Ariston and Rizzo look at each other and just do a little... <sighs> So, so I have some other questions completely unrelated to the other questions that have been asking. Um, but there are these other people here called the Taiga. And I heard stories in the South about how you united the ice folks and the Taiga. But when I got up here, everybody was separate. They are called the Taiga folk, yes. The Taiga is just a geographical term. But uh, yeah, I, we split up when the Tepet threat was gone. But why? We have a saying here. And that is that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well, I I think everywhere has that. But I just mean, why wouldn't you stay friends? Because the realm could always come back. Because they were our enemy before. But they've killed our people for generations. But that doesn't change the fact that you could have stopped future killing. I don't want to stop future killing. I want to teach them a lesson. What happens if the taiga folk are all gone the next time the wild hunt comes back? How are you going to beat them all by yourself? If I am lucky, they will all be gone. Because those who call themselves Tiger Folk today, tomorrow will call themselves Ice Walkers. It's kind of mean. I don't get it. I, I am going to bring them in as Ice Walkers. They, they wanted to maintain an identity as Tiger Folk. So you're forcing them to change who they are for you? Who they are is people who tried to murder my family. For generations. What's the story behind that? Why? There are two Because sides. that's what the Taiga folk do. There's always a reason. Have you not thought about their reason? As far as I know, it's because they say that we kill them in the same way. This has been going on for so long, no one can remember how it started or why. All that matters is the pain that they have caused my people. I care too much about the Ice Walkers to let the Taiga folk get away without learning their lesson. Perhaps it's a lesson that isn't even there anymore. I'm not going to entertain this line of discussion. Oh, so... The tiger folk will be dead or they will become ice walkers. End of story. Okay. I... <laughs> so how about that that um, that weather? Hmm? It's, uh, it's not as cold up here as I was expecting. Well, it is summer. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't realize that the North really had summer. It's still somewhat cold, but it is the warmest season. Rizzo. Okay. Right. So... I am so close to losing it. I can't. She's just that killing each other over a conflict that they don't even know how it started. It's as petty as dinner arguments. And it's their whole life. And she's convinced that this is... I don't know what to do. Go ahead and roll charisma plus stealth for me, please. 
Both of us? Nope. The only one talking. Yep, just Ariston. Ariston! Fuck. Two successes. That is two successes. The bull turns quickly from Golden Might of the Dawn toward Ariston and says, They killed my family. I am not entertaining this discussion. I am trying to be a gracious host. I demand that you stop insulting my honor. I wasn't trying to insult. I'm not interested in your excuses. I am interested in having a pleasant dinner. You have a nice jawline. Uh, uh, thank, thank, thank you. I will stop talking. At this point, Fry comes back with several plates of stuff. A lot of it looks like it is smoked and prepared game that has just recently been dressed and stuff. He drops the plates off, and as he's doing so, he says, It's very nice to meet you. This is just a little recipe that I farted out. I thought I'd try something a little bit new. I hope you like it. It's a pleasure to meet all you strangers. And then as he drops the plates in front of Rizzo and Ariston, he gives two not-at-all-inconspicuous winks. Enjoy your meal! Rizzo was going to say something before, but right now she's kind of just set on observing the bull and seeing her reactions to things and seeing if there's any hints that she's giving in the way she's talking or certain details that she is choosing to share about her original story and what she said to Ariston. That sounds like a read intentions. What are you trying... I want to kind of see what her plans are. Like, is she dead set on battling in the morning or can she be persuaded or... um, She's not going to kill us in the morning. She does want to kill Rizzo's character. She said next time your paths cross. Yeah, so she's not going to kill you in the morning. Like, we're going to part ways. And I mean, the whole reason why we're here is Rizzo's going to keep trying to push for information where the temple is yep. and it might push to that so Rizzo gotcha. is, I, I just want to feel it out for what happens in case that does or can she be trusted to where Rizzo tells her full story of why but still not technically treading backwards uh, underneath her disguise at this point if that makes sense yeah go ahead and roll perception plus socialize sure again difficulty three okay Yes. Three successes. Okay. She's very, very serious about her intent to kill anyone who tries to occupy or even step foot on that land. You know that it's contested. You know that it's just going to be very, very difficult to get through there. She wants to make sure that no one even has the chance. She does seem to take a lot of pride in her status as one of the exalted, however. That clearly means a lot to her identity and what that means So that is a card that you guys definitely have that might actually hold sway with her. Because right now she thinks that you are the worst idiots. (laughs) Is there any way that Rizzo would be able to get the information without coming to a fight? Or sure. And, And she can be trusted, it seems like. She's not lying about anything. Right. And she's not going to kill you while you guys are around right now. She is being an honorable and respectable host. And she will not kill you. Next time you meet, however, who knows? Okay. So, 
If you had to choose between fighting a fog shark and fighting an emperor sloth, which one would you fight? Fog shark. It makes for more interesting tactical terrain. There's a lot more points of decision to be made. Keeps you on your toes. I appreciate that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Rizzo calls um, back, what was the... Fry. 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 And asks for a smaller bowl or plate that she can share some of her food on for Qui-Gon and um, kind of waits to see what the mood is with why Talia is there. So Fry comes back, happily splits up stuff with the dog. How are you trying to figure out stuff? Oh, just like, how is the mood in the room with Talia there? Okay. Or Talia's mood in general. Happy to be there on edge you know what vibes are we getting not um knowing knowing their um true true state so everything on fry's face reads as being very very happy tawia is not an incredibly experienced sidereal but maintaining a mask is something that they learn how to do by necessity pretty quick so looks pretty much exactly like you would expect out of this ice walker maybe lieutenant very, very happy to see people enjoying his food. Uh, Rizzo takes the smaller plate from Talia and squeezes their hand strongly and doesn't make eye contact, but takes the plate and says, thank you. Of course. I'll do anything that you need. I think that your cook is, is hitting on my elderly friends. It's not my fault that I'm enraptured. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> you know it. Uh, Rizzo shoves some of her food onto her plate, onto Qui-Gon's plate, and starts eating ferociously because she is a hungry person, likes to snack, and will always be down to eat. And, uh, Taya's food is bomb! Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that you all are enjoying the food, by the way. It's great! Goldie kind of gives a grumbled, uh, response that can't isn't quite intelligible um, because her mouth is so full of the food. <laughs> so, Bo, um, what do you know about this temple? You know, just about lore and stuff, you know, just ghost stories, stuff, you know, humor an old woman. You wanna... I have been very, very clear about topics of conversation that I'm not willing to entertain at this dinner. Not I, even was I not clear? No, no, it was, it was very clear. Um, but she apparently loves horror stories because she specifically said ghost. So, Lore, you know, you know. Uh, I think that, that I do that respect the land and I'd like to know a little more about it. Well, do you want horror stories or do you want stories about the land? Are there horror stories about the land? Usually they cross over from time to time with history. Well, I could tell you about the time that I encountered the person who emerged from the fog like a ghostly figure. That sounds interesting. I'm hoping. Killed an entire detachment of my soldiers. That sounds depressing. Oh my god. That's interesting. How did you handle that situation? By the time I got back, the figure appeared to be almost bathing in their blood. I did the only thing I knew how. I grabbed my weapon and I assaulted them. What is your weapon of choice, by the way? Um, may- maybe the whale bone die clay behind ass her? thing <laughs> she's been holding, Rizzo? No, I didn't know if that was well, always your weapon of choice. That is my weapon of preference, yes. Okay. I'm competent in a wide range of did you find- implements of war, however. Oh, did you find out who it was? I mean, that can't just be... A nobody. I still do not know who they are to this day. They were surprisingly agile. They ducked out of the way of my swings and retreated into the fog. Ooh. 
so it's still a mystery. That's the worst kind of horror story. When did this happen, if you don't mind me asking? Hmm. Nine months ago. Accord. What it sounds like. (laughs) That description sounds familiar to someone we have encountered in the past. Okay, but Accord hasn't been up here for nine months. Yeah, it was only a few days by the time you found the Temple of Heads. God damn it. I thought he had. Oh, no, it was like a week or two. So Goldie kind of like tucks her head into the collar of her pullover sweater because, surprise, she does not like ghost stories, which is why she's very glad to be a Dawn and not a Zenith. They used to tell us ghost stories at the orphanage. That was the worst. No one wants to go to bed after a ghost story where the ghost is still around. They told you ghost stories at an orphanage? They were hoping that the ghost would come and take us away or we would leave because we were too scared to stay. That's awful. While I love horror stories and I would love that situation, uh, that's awful. That's just mean. I'm sorry. I don't... So, do you have any other land stories? Possibly, you know, just close to the temple. You don't have to talk about it, but just land close to it. I am an old woman who needs her information. Goldie smacks her the palm of her hand against her forehead and just kind of, like, closes her eyes and winces. Fine. I will tell you a simple story. All those who approach the location of the temple are haunted by the greatest conflicts that live in their heart. <gasps> what? The conflicts that you thought you resolved, but maybe have not. The conflicts you face now. The conflicts you don't know you have yet to face. Conflict of all kind. The kind that tear at your heart and the kind that tear at your flesh. Only those who are completely indomitable have any hope of approaching the temple. Well, I am awesome at having hope. If you don't mind me asking, do you know this because that's happened to you? You asked for stories. I told you a story. I think we need to work on your storytelling skills. A lot of them tend to go with like, once there was this thing. Like, you remember the story about the polar bear I was telling you? I started it off with, there was this one time, you, you got to like preface the story because that didn't sound like a story. It sounded kind of like you were just telling us to stay away from the temple or else it was going to destroy us. Fine. Once there was a person who tried to approach the temple. They were faced with the shadows of all you. of the conflicts that lived within their heart, the past, present, you. and future, and he broke them, and they were never seen again. Yeah, it was not the bull. But what were the conflicts <laughs> that they faced? Like, these are important story facts. It's called, um, it's called seasoning the story. It's detailed. Why are you whispering? I am a warrior. I am not a storyteller. If I want someone to tell a story, a great warrior I will has hire great a stories. storyteller. Okay. A great warrior has great stories. Well, I'm sure the bull has great stories. She's just not great at telling the great stories. Unfortunate. I'm docking that down. I am also docking that down as another slight against my honor. I didn't mean to slight against your honor. I once got a medal in my hometown for most pies eaten. And this is, you know, this is not cool towards my title either. Most pies eaten. I have no doubt I could eat more pies than you. (laughs) I have never been beaten. Ever. Friendly match. Winner tells a deep secret. Loser loses a finger. I, I don't know. Fry, bring the pies. What? That sounds like a loss for both of Rizzo. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Rizzo, uh, first off, she unties her pants. <laughs> Just the drawstring so she has maximum stretchability. So, whoever wins is a secret that the other person has never told. No, who... Yeah, yeah. And also loses a pinky. 
I feel like we, okay, hold on. <laughs> Whoever loses has to tell a secret. Whoever wins gets to hear the other person's secret. Yes, and then also cut off the other person's finger. You mentioned okay, the loss of a fine. finger. Yeah, that's fine. Can we switch it from like a finger to like a toe? The terms have been set. I called for the pies. Yes. Well, we didn't like shake on it or anything. The terms have been set. I called for the pies. If you okay. look down, we're we're actually already shaking, shaking hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Goldie just kind of no. Okay, this is going to be a stamina plus resistance roll. Rizzo is actually going to spend five peripheral. No, no, no. Spend personal because you've already spent four well, peripheral. Uh, if you spend five I'm peripheral, just any. Yeah. chunk you will glow yeah. which okay. if that's what you want to do here that's fine but you didn't want to ask yourself yet did you if i can spend four personal um will i be glowing no okay so i'm gonna spend four personal yeah. seven eight nine nine successes okay dang all right so just leave all your dice in there and then i'm just gonna okay take the three extras out okay Stressful! Don't say that and jinx it now. You got this, Rizzo. 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 Yeah. Five. So you both sit down and start scarfing through a surprising volume of pies. What's the flavor? It's a variety. A lot of them, given the circumstances and what was on hand. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Fry made these impossibly fast. A lot of them appear to be just made from the meat that was available for dinner. Okay. But there is also a strange combination occasionally of fruits and flavors and spices that are impossible to acquire in the North. Like oranges and stuff. But no one questions it. We just eat. Yep. After a long time of you both scarfing down food, like longer than you've ever seen two people sit down and eat, it could have been hours. The bull puts down a half-finished tin. I I cannot. I'm going to Yurts. You win. Rizzo uh, licks all ten fingers and takes one slice of an additional tan (laughs) and leaves it. It's a pleasure. I enjoy good challenge ariston has watched this whole ordeal go down and it's very confusing to him because he has seen people starve and he doesn't understand why anyone would competitively eat (laughs) and he just like has this look of like confusion and disgust as he goes from the empty tins to rizzo to the empty tins to the bowl whereas Goldie is just kind of laying in the snow, fidgeting around with one of her trinkets. It's her version of a fidget spinner, kind of. And meanwhile, believing is just kind of like in palm-sized form, circling her stomach as she plays around with this toy. So I will tell you a secret and I will lose a finger. Left hand or right hand? What is your dominant hand? I am right-handed. Left let, finger. Let, let the bull keep their finger. That's, that's like a sign of good faith we and friendship. We made a deal. A deal is a deal. If Rizzo it's does insulting. not take my finger, then Fry will. Okay, never mind. Now, I will tell you a secret. When I said I have never lost, I lied. I lost in the largest way imaginable. And that loss is the reason that I needed to seek assistance from the tiger folk in the first place. I invited House Tepet into the north, and I misjudged them. I brought them to our doorstep, and they slaughtered my people. I could not live with that, and so I turned to the tiger folk, who had in turn killed my people. It was an impossible choice, but for the undefeatable bull, it was the only thing I had left to do. 
House Tepid is part of the realm. Yeah, yeah it okay. is Harmonious Accords. Yeah. And that's why he was kind of pitter-pattering yep. around. Now, is that still a problem? No, the Bull of the North decimated the army and killed a majority of them, and then the rest of them fled. And had asked for help from the Taiga folk before. That is why the coalition was formed, yes. Okay. Is there any way that both the Ice Walkers and Taiga folk could come together again for a reason much smaller than that? No, I brought them into the fold because I was weak. They will never see me be weak again. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? That's a lot of cheese you've put out in front of me. You don't have to eat all of it. Oh, I think I might, though. That's fine. No, no, it's not fine. Believing, don't you dare eat all of that cheese. But it's Gouda. Gouda doesn't mean that it's Gouda for you. Well, I'm, I scamper around enough. I, I get the exercise I need. No, no, you will get another tummy ache. We had this discussion Is he before. lactose intolerant? No, but he will get very constipated. Oh, so almost the opposite. Yikes. Never had that problem. It does give me trouble with my colon, yes. Aww. Have you ever tried uh, the uh, prune fruit? I mean, oh, basically anything. There's lots of prunes down in the south where we came from. Uh, that'll just flush things right out. All right, we're, we're trying to eat here, Rizzo. Eat some prunes. No, I'm not going to eat prunes. That's not on the menu. You know what? You'll thank me later. It'll thank your colon. Golden Might of the Dawn cracks open a jar under the table, and this very strong smell of, like, vinegar fills the air, and she extends it across. I have some pickled ones, if you want. Oi, pickled! Well, they're not as good dried. It's, that's also true. I'm good. Thank you, though. Just stick with my tea and bread. Thank you very much. Okay. She pops one into her mouth before snapping the jar shut again. I've never had the problem, so I don't really know. You know, it's it's just natural. I think it's hereditary, to be honest. Just not having a problem to, you know, flush things out when the time comes. Are you trying to tell us casually that you don't have issues pooping ever? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. it's a humble brag, I think. Yes. Where I'm from, there are these creatures that don't have trouble pooping, but they take these enormous purple poops all over the place and it's the worst purple's my favorite color i think i would be kind of happy if mine were purple but i'm fine with where i'm at where did you know ducks can't control where they do it ducks yeah most animals can't oh yeah i suppose thanks for crossing my fun fact i i'm gonna sit here eat this cheese then um i liked your fun fact though do you know any other kind of animals besides ducks that can poop anywhere no comment is I that mean, good? No comment. You know, marine animals just kind of go wherever. You got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a couple goldfish just strings out, you know. Yeah, I don't really go around the fish, but they're, they're pretty disgusting. That's why I don't yeah, particularly yeah, no, like fish literally sense. just swimming in their own. Do they just, uh, wh- what do they do when they're, you know, having trouble finding food? The fish? Mm-hmm, or any animal. Oh, uh, well, the... Or is that not really a problem? Do you have someone who maintains the foods for the wildlife? They're actually regulated themselves, but if there's issues, we'll certainly send some of the sorcerers out to try and fix it. But no, I don't have many issues with certain 
food chains being disrupted, I mean, there are some animals that will just keep going until the, you know, the, they explode. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Are you saying that there are things in the fish that will just poop themselves to death? No, no, no. I, I mean that, like, certain types of sharks will just keep eating no matter what, so... They don't really care if something isn't around. They'll just keep going. But other animals that have specific tastes, I wasn't. I was trying to get off the. Oh no! The no, I get thing. it. Okay. We have uh, family members who are like human garbage bins, and they just eat whatever you put in front of them. I, I'm glad that you added bins to the end of that because I was kind of wondering. Oh, not human garbage. Yeah. No. 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 They just. They'll eat whatever you put like in front of them, like you know, bit like uh, crusts of things, little bits and crackers and stuff. You know, it doesn't matter. Do any of you have something that you just won't eat? Lots of stuff. All right. I'm very particular, so I don't like crust. The crust of bread. Oh no, I love the crust of bread. It's the best part of the bread. Then you yeah. guys can have my crust. It's crunchy. And if you put a little bit of butter on it, oh, it's the best. I like the butter in the regular part, in the middle, but not the edges. It's just too... It just, like, I feel like it gets stuck in my throat and then, like, gasping for air. Very dramatic. So does that mean that, like, you don't like anything that's crunchy? No. I like crunchy things. I just don't like crust. Bread. It could be soft crust. Okay. Don't want to do it. It's very strange. Is Thanks. there a soft crust of things? Well, I it mean, depends on what you're eating. Mm. I mean, you can make soft bread where the whole loaf is soft. Oh, right. I suppose so. I don't like fruit. You, oh, oh, so that's why you didn't want any of the prunes. Yes, I don't enjoy it. I've had some bad batches and just... They're very good for you. Hey, hey, why did the tomato bring a prune to the festival? Oh, you said good one. Uh, well, I don't know. Why? Because he couldn't find a date. <laughs> Do you get it? Because a date is a fruit. I thought that when Godwin left, we were done with the fucking puns. <laughs> but we're not. Hey, man, I can't control it. <laughs> What's wrong with puns? I just, I, I already don't understand a lot of the slaying up here. And then when you start doing wordplay, it just makes me confused. Oh, I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? (laughs) That one's my favorite. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. It means so much to me. And if you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can feel free to do that on Gmail at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr and Google Plus at Swallows of the South. Also, a reminder that our theme music is new by Elvis Herod, and I'll see you next Tuesday.